Monday Night Fever with Hamish and Jack. Monday Night Fever. Just turn up your mind, relax and look down the street. It's Monday Night Fever. We'll hear that, you baby. It should go yeah i think that was okay it wasn't as bad as when we first had the first attempt at this but guys <laughs> hello and uh and uh thanks for showing up again this is another episode of monday night fever you're hanging out with hamish and jack you know we're just chatting shit on the mics it's obviously we'll be honest with you we're not going to lie to you we do not record this on a monday so we are doing this on a friday so why you- why why would anyone record anything on a monday that's what i want to know yeah, man, Mondays are fucking, you know, on Mondays, uh, you know, Garfield was right about Mondays, wasn't he? Okay. Okay. Mondays suck. <laughs> Mondays suck and lasagna is delicious. Yes, exactly. Garfield. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm, glad like I'm glad we got to bring Garfield up on this week. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, man, anyway? Oh, man, look, I, I, what I've been up to, I've been working my ass off. I've been... Uh, yeah, I've been I've been studying. I've been I've been living eight days a week, man. Mm. Feel like that has been my life at the moment. Eight fucking days a week. Yeah, it's been a little bit hectic, hasn't it, lately? Yeah, and for you too, man. Like, how's your week been? You've been up oh, in Queensland. You've been yeah. It's, it's so strange our, our our routine of you know, I get up early, go to work, and then we do one of these, and it's fun, man. It is a lot of fun. It's very therapeutic, but. I am exhausted all the time now. <laughs> this is just my life. I got drunk. I got drunk last night. Um, and that was like my my first opportunity to actually go and get smashed in a, in a little while. And I did. And it was brilliant. Yeah. Until this morning. And I got a menu of McDonald's or Mecca's, as the Aussies say. Yeah. And then I got a phone call from the guy. It took so long. It took like two hours. I was just thinking, 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 dreaming about this sausage and egg. Ooh, bring me that sausage and egg. And then I kept getting these notifications and then I started getting these phone calls and it was it was the menu log delivery guy. And he was like, oh man, man, there's been an accident. And I was like, are you okay? And he went, I, I'm okay, but your hot chocolate is all over your food. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I was like, oh, man, this is not what I need right now. This is not what I need. And they, like, forgot a couple of things off the order as well. So I was literally turned into, like, primo Karen, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now, but that fucking ruined my day. <laughs> I could imagine, man. That's that- ruined my day. Eating a hash brown that tastes like hot chocolate was actually really enjoyable. I'm, I'm not saying they should 
make those in McDonald's, but gee, bloody hell, that was delicious. <laughs> it was just like lasagna. It was it was amazing. So, but man, my day was off to a shitty start today. <laughs> the hangover's the hangover's drifted now, and I'm having a cold one, so we'll be all right. That usually helps. Ooh, I was having a beer. Now, Jack, I think I think we should uh, address the elephant in the room today. The Third World War has begun. <sighs> Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Man, like it's uh, it'd be it'd be you know we've been a little bit unsure about whether to talk about this. You know, we we've had a discussion about it, whether we should talk about it or pretend like we know everyone knows what's happening right now with you know in Ukraine with Russia and the news reports coming out of there are horrifying, absolutely, and it's it's so scary. Yeah, it's so scary. Like that that that's happening now. You know, it's. It's 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 eerie, man. It's so weird. Yeah, it's it is really scary too, and it kind of feels like he's taken like a leaf out of like uh, out of Hitler's book, you know, mm. going and invading Poland. But his fault, but uh, Putin's Poland is Ukraine. Yeah, you know, and starting the 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 you know the empire build. I suppose I don't know what what do you call it really. It's just starting a unnecessary conflict. Like the world's just had COVID nineteen. Like it feels like things are getting on track, and then Putin has to go fuck it all up. You know what, though, man? Like it's like this. This sounds horrible, and it is. But this is unfortunately how the world works: is when you're at war, you can spend as much money as you want. Nobody bats an eyelid because you're at war. Yeah. You know, I think the Americans spent like ninety billion dollars in the course of Afghanistan and Iraq, like. That's not a real number. Yeah, yeah. On ninety trillion dollars, something more than I'll ever make. Anyway, it was it was too much money. It was a little bit too much money, but um, yeah. So it's like you're allowed to spend it, and I think after COVID and where they've been given out, you know, COVID payments, and a lot of companies don't exist anymore, and a lot of people are broke, and the economies aren't doing great. A war kind of gets things rolling again. And it's yeah, horrible look, that it has to be that way. Yeah, but look, and it feels it, like that's been is, the case the, too. You know, the industrial yeah. military complex, this is the problem with it. I knew this shit was going to hit the fan when they had the first meeting about it and Joe Biden was mm. like uh, talking to Putin and, and then letting them kind of go into Ukraine when they had that mm. meeting and kind of turned the blind eye to it. And I was like, man, okay, I see what's happening here. And I was like, this is just really sad that this has to be the way we raise money is like, you yeah, know. I know. It's, but, it, it's, you know, the good news, Jack, is we're so far away from it, man. Like, we live in Australia, baby. We're, we're fucking... Yeah, but um, I, think, I think if it really does kick off and the big button starts getting hit, uh, then, you know, none of us are safe, really. It's... It's... Oh... Yeah, man, I'll be taking the train back to Dubbo. Yeah, yeah, the train will be the safest. I think Dubbo, Dubbo will be fine. I, I often hear Putin talking about his, uh, his love for Dubbo, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just loves Dubbo. Yes, uh, um, Vladimir's vacations to Dubbo. <laughs> but, you know, it's, 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 it's just such a tough one, man, because, like, 
imagine being in Ukraine now, and I suppose now more than ever with the internet being the way it is and being able to, you know, like Instagram live and Facebook live and all that. And people literally seeing minute by minute what's going on there. Like yeah. surely it's not going to be long before all their, all their like satellite feeds and everything are going to be caught. Their, their, their sources of communications are going to be shut down because it's, it's just evil what's going on, man. Yeah. And did you see the letter that, that, that he wrote, that he wrote, um, Putin, which is like, he wants the Ukraine to be part of Russia again. And, you know, and he talked about Ukraine, like it's a family member. And I was like, well, if it's a family member, then you shouldn't have to bomb them. Yeah. Family member that you beat up. Yeah. Come on, little Joey. Come here. Let me beat you up. It's like Christmas day, except you beat all your family members on the table. It's it's, the, it's actually very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Jeez. But yeah, like, man, why didn't you give me a present? Let me have that. I should have got that. That's mine. That's mine. That's mine. You know what Putin is? He's the worst Monopoly player ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm saying this, and I hope you know. I don't go missing in a in a in a in a bag somewhere, but he's just a Monopoly player. He's an, he's the evil uncle on Christmas Day. Yeah, he's taken too much, and it's not bloody right. Mm. Yeah, I I just wonder I just wonder how it's going to play out over the next couple months, man. Like, is because the media is already playing it up. You know, the media is already kind of given the. I was listening to you know QSFM yesterday, and mm. they they were asking the guy on channel channel ten, I think it was, is this the start of the third world war? And I was like, well, now that narrative is going to be carried out. You know, mm. yeah. I mean, but that that narrative has been around for a very long time. You know, yeah. it, like we we just have an experience. Well, I mean, we had Afghanistan and Iraq, and you know, like the, the war on terror. Um. But we, we've kind of been a little bit blind to it, especially because a lot of things that go on are always, you know, like in, in our lifetimes, anyways, like the Middle East. Yeah. And that is you know, it's, it's far enough away, you know. It's, yeah. well, that's the Middle East, that, that, that's their world. But we're, we're not really involved in any of that. But, you know, we are very involved in it. Yeah, you know, it's a real war. Russia-Ukraine thing. Europe again. I think it's because it's Europe. <laughs> That's yeah, that's but you know, we're talking about this, and you know, like the troubles in the Middle East are equally as scary. It's just, I think, for us, I think it's the European thing, you know, like Liverpool played the Champions League final in Kiev in 2018. Like, it's, I think it's a lot more, it's a place, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's more familiar with to us, it's, it's closer. We know, yeah, yeah, Jack. The reason I think it is more scary, man, is because you know. Russia has a lot more money to play with. Mm. Russia has a lot more bombs to play with. Yeah, true. You know, true. and and that that you know. So when when we go to war in the Middle East, I feel like it's like okay, we're going to go there, but at least no nukes are going to be dropped, right? Because yeah, yeah, you know, I think that's why they did invaded Iraq because they thought mm. uh, you know old mate had nukes. But this this time, the biggest like, lie ever told. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'll tell you a story. Yeah, this, this this time, this time we know. Yeah, this time we know he's got sure. them. He's got them, and that's the scary thing. And that's you know, scary. in you know, in nineteen ninety four, 
um, Ukraine gave up all their nukes, right? They gave them up and they said, um, okay, we'll give them up, but the UK, the US and Russia are going to protect us so that if anyone, we ever do have any troubles, we're going to have... So they actually got rid of their deterrent. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, because if... If Putin started talking uh, with this conversation with Ukraine, Ukraine went, well, we've got our own nukes. This wouldn't be happening right now. And unfortunately, like the... It, it's really, it is. It's the, it's the worst possible thing you could do, isn't it? You know, that it, we've seen the effects of when it, you know, the Americans did a number with them. And you just think... It is the worst possible outcome. Yeah. It's, you know, the Einstein quote of, I don't know how World War Three will be fought, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Literally, man. Because it literally is. It could be the end. And that's terrifying, man. It's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let's try to anyway. the best people. That's the- <laughs> it is yeah. Monday Night Fever after all. Well, you know, well, we, we had to get that out there, man. We, 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 we can't pretend, you know, that that's not going on. Yeah. You can't close your curtains and pretend the world's not on fire. Yeah. Look, I, I think, I think the, 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 the good news to, to all of this is like, man, I feel like entertainment will be more valued now than ever before. Because I think now it's like the world is so fucking miserable. And so, yeah, the world is so miserable. And know, that's for me, man. We need to, you know, this cheers us up and it yeah. cheers other people up as well. So, do you know during the like, the Great Depression, like, and and during war times, you know, the cinemas sold more tickets because people were just like, okay, I want to go to the cinema and watch a happy movie and feel fucking mm. happy and stuff like that. So, for all the musos listening, you know, it's probably going to be like, you know, good time to fucking put out a bunch of music that's that's happy and upbeat because I mean the yeah, like any any musicians or artists or anything, please release some upbeat things. Yeah, I'm actually not going to release any music until this is over because people don't need extra depressing stuff going on in the lives, you know. Well, you could just write happy songs, man. Oh, that, I can't do that. Well, you're from Liverpool, man. Like the the Beatles wrote everything's upbeat, everything is happy. Oh, speaking of Liverpool, we've got a very, very, very good band coming on for an interview in a few weeks. Very good band from very good band. I can now I maybe because I've had a beer, I'm gonna start playing on your maybe. Maybe you've got a bit of silly confidence going on, maybe. (laughs) But yeah, so that'll be coming up in a few weeks, which I'm psyched about, man. Yeah, um. We actually, you played one of the songs for the other week, but I think the ah, first one, yeah. so we've got them on, man, and you know they're about to go to the states and play South by Southwest. That's a big. That's really big. And yeah, they've got some massive shows going on, so they're gonna grace us with their company in a couple of weeks. We'll get that one on the books. Beautiful man, and they're very upbeat, man. And that's what I mean. Like, we need we need some upbeat things going on yeah, right absolutely. now. Absolutely, I yeah. want to feel happy. I want to feel entertained. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, you know, one other thing I wanted to to talk about with you, right? Which is now we're going into like completely. I mean, we've already started in controversial topics, so I'm mm. going to just continue, but go into a different controversial topic. Mm. You know, I I. I 
I, you know, we were having a conversation offline the other day and you were saying like, and I was telling you too, like about like how, you know, politics and stuff like that, how it yeah. influences the media and, you know, all the rest of it. And also like how it just fucking divides people too. hundred oh, percent. And, you know, I, I, I saw yesterday, man, that they're, that they're labeling Russell Brand as like, like an all right voice. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Yeah. Russell Brand has been now labeled that because he's putting out all that stuff, you know, going, going against uh, CNN, you know, uh, putting out misinformation and, and stuff like that. Oh, you're kidding me. And because he, because he spoke up for, for fucking old mate Joe Rogan, you know, and I'm just thinking like, you know, I, I, I sometimes think, you know, like the loudest voice in the room is the one you should be, should be picking at because the loudest voice in the room is obviously the one that's gaining the most opinions and if you should be mm. you know criticizing its flaws to be honest you know so you can make it better but it, you know it doesn't see it like that well it's just so easy to shit on people isn't it like it, we we are the like the, the whole vaccine thing is a mind fuck anyway man it is and it, you know constantly people coming out oh, oh it's not it, it's not good for you. Don't do that. It's causing, you know, heart attacks and whatever and whatever, right? And I am of the opinion that everyone have their opinion. But the issue is now, nowadays, is people's opinions, they think they should have opinion on everything, you know? Yeah. And especially with, like, the vaccine thing, I, I actually seen a couple of the, the Russell brands, uh, the, the interviews you were talking about, where the the videos he puts up on uh, Instagram and that. But, and I did think, uh, maybe this could be perceived as him being a little bit, you know, centre-right or But he's not. It's just, no, not. if you go against, if you, the annoying thing is, until COVID, it was always the accepted thing for you to question your government, right? It yeah. always, always question your government. They are up to some deep dirty shit every government is right but then with covid if you question the narrative which a lot of people are it's then the thing of oh fucking oh you, you shouldn't and you know that's misinformation and all that but like science is constantly changing anyway so things that are misinformation one day could end up be the truth you know what i mean it's it's I'll a give you an a, example it's, of it's just it's an argument and it's a back yeah. and forth and you know me i've had me jabs double jabs in there and i hope my head does not explode and whatever yeah but there's nothing wrong with ever questioning things i just feel like with the fake news fake news fake news i feel like with with all that in the world and the amount of like bullshit website and stuff like that facebook mums get a little bit carried away and read too much stuff. Oh, absolutely, man. And I just feel like, you know, um, quite, I, I feel like with your politics, right, you should be, you should be somewhat in, somewhat in the middle, right? You, I don't think you should be ever choosing a red pill or a blue pill. And I think you just should be in the middle, right? And just think, think about politics in terms of like policy and what you think benefits you and also the world, right? Mm. Being in that mindset of going, okay, well, this is good for me, but it kind of fucks over the world. So is it really good? I don't know. But but you should just, you know, be somewhat in the middle. 
And yeah, I think that's the problem is that when people vote, they vote for their personal thing of, oh, well, I'll pay less tax next year. And, you know, and but really, it's it's the, you, your vote is not just for you. It's for your yeah. community. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and when you when like, you know, with history and stuff like that, I feel like, you know, the left for for a very long time was like a minority. Right. And kind of had a lot of lot of wise people kind of lead the way and take off off with that and kind of you know come come to terms with like you know all the shit in I'm I'm really talking about America when I'm talking about this you know not 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 Australian politics because I think they're completely like two different worlds man but with America especially like and now you've kind of got the you've got the the Democrats in party and now they're you know now they're now they're in but I don't think that they're necessarily you know a hundred percent you know you know good you know and i don't and i don't think if you if you criticize them you should be outright outright punished because you know you're allowed to shit on every other government throughout times and like you know it's not like every government is flawless to be honest yeah well to be honest are the democrats left no they're not no if they were socialists to be free healthcare everywhere uh public spending would be all they're not they're not on the left they're just the problem is with America, it's same in Australia, same in Britain, is the two-party system. They're not really different at all. You know, we've got Keir Starmer, he's the Labour leader in, in the UK. He's he's at Blair, like Tony Blair, it was he was he was supposedly on the left, but he made Labour into this essentially just nicer version of conservatives, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing really they made they made milk. Uh, working class people feel middle class and then you started to have a few opinions of you know oh I don't like what those people are doing over there Mr Blair was right about them and like they that's your community and that actually caused a divide in itself Um, and I think the problem is the two party system because nothing ever really changes ever it doesn't matter who you vote in I'd I'd, I'd be interested if, if we could vote and you vote for the politician that maybe the independents and you're voting on them and they, instead of making decisions and what they vote on and what they go for based on what their party thinks, oh, you know, this is our mandate. These are our 10 points we need to get across. This is, this is what we're going to achieve. If there weren't such in-party fighting, if all that bullshit weren't there and you chose somebody who has good morals or has similar morals th- to you, and they they voted on every situation. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Not thinking about like the crossing party line shit and all that. We we'd be better off for it, man. Because yeah. how many times do things get shit on when they're trying to get voted in? No, <laughs> and then you see them in Parliament. They're all laughing, <laughs> and they're all there, all the toffs, all laughing about things that really matter like you know giving nurses pay rises it's ridiculous yeah. it is ridiculous so i don't really think things ever do change to be honest man this is we are in the matrix and it just continues and continues and continues and you hope for the best but things don't ever really change man it's fucking sad it is sad but let me tell you what's the strangest thing that's happened to me this week what's that I got on a fucking plane, Hamish. What? What? Why is that so strange to you? you because it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, but that was years ago. 
Ah. I'm like a caveman now. I'm full on Neanderthal. I forgot how the airport works. I couldn't remember any of that. Was he just popped now. on the plane? I was nearly pissed myself. It's terrifying. You you know why? You know what's so weird about it? You go from you know like with social distance and all that, right? You're not really around people, yeah. And especially even like so, I played a gig the other week that you came to. So for everyone at home who's listening to this, Hamish is not very good at timekeeping. So we missed my entire gig, even though I told him it was on earlier than what it was. And then he got there and I'd seen him walking and he went, I heard the end and you look good anyway. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank oh, you. Man, I tried my best. I drove there, like, I got went home, got changed and then came in and, you know, just fucking missed you by like. Oh, it's all right. it, was, it was very missable. But anyway, man, so my point is, you know, even now, everyone stood up again, and that's a little bit weird being around that many people again. It is a little bit, a little bit strange. But to be sat on a plane like sardines, and I'll just be, you forget how small planes are as well. Yeah. Do you get scared like on liftoff every time, like as the plane takes off? I, I, I really, do. I really like flying. I actually do really like flying, mm-hmm. especially long haul ones. The, the the UK like flying to the UK. For, I love that man. Because I get drunk and then they bring me food and then I get drunk again. I eat and I have a nap and then I eat and I have a nap. And then I'll watch like three Godfather films. Boom, nine hours gone. I'm just enjoying myself. There's no phone. There's no nothing. It's me. It's me, Red Wine, Jack Daniels and fucking tiramisu or whatever they're giving me. <laughs> oh, it's my, it's my, honestly, it's my favorite thing. So you don't get like, because I, I sit on the plane and then as that thing starts to go down the runway, I'm like, okay, here we go. And then as it takes off the runway, I'm like, here we go, baby. And start to get really excited. And then yeah. we take off. And then as soon as we get in the air, I'm like, okay, I'm chilled out. And then when we get to the, wherever we're going and the plane starts to. Probably somewhere exotic. <laughs> yes, of course. You know, and then as we start to line up the runway, out, yeah. you know what always fucking scares the shit out of me is landing. Ah, uh, okay. Have you ever have you ever had one of those where they land and then they come up again? Yeah, that, the yeah, bounces, that man, are fucking scary. Ooh, you're like, you're like <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. We're gonna be okay. I, I always find every single day. Or oh, she, the pilot, you know, gender gender balances work both ways. But I'm like, land this plane. You do this all the time. Land this plane. Land this plane. Land this plane. And then they go, whoosh, go back up, and it's almost as if. You know when you go to parallel park your car, yeah. right? And you've done it so many times, but this time you've overdone it. You've bumped, bumped a curb. You know you you've, you've got your angles all wrong. There's other cars behind you. I feel like the plane is a little bit like that. And they go, oh, you know what? Let me just let me just go again. Let me just try it again. And I think you go for it, pilot. But what's your view on the people who give a round of applause when the when the plane lands? I don't do that, man. I'm no, grabbing onto my no, balls. No, when no. I when I feel the plane bounce off the runway, man, I, I for some reason when I'm in like it's in like uh, situations where it's extreme stress, mm. I find myself just grabbing my testicles for for a reason I don't know. I'm just like make sure that the crown jewels are safe. You know, I don't know. <laughs> in case they explode, I don't know. It's getting pressurized in here. Grab your balls. 
Yeah, I don't know why, but that's what I find myself doing. And when those people are clapping, I just, I'm just, I'm just taking my hands off my balls. Yeah. What a shrink. Been... Why would you tell me that? I don't know. I, I never just want to go on a plane with you ever because I'll be waiting for the moment as you reach down. The G force hits us. You hit the G string. Boom! You're underneath. You're on the balls. Look, even though I'd be dead, at least my balls are preserved. You know. You're looking after the balls. Yeah, that's it, man. I'm just hoping that when they do the autopsy, they're like, okay, donate his testicles to science. Like, and- like as if it's the black box, <laughs> but it's the blue balls. That's what it'd be. Yeah. Let's check the uh, the in-flight uh, flight tracker. Yeah, is, uh, he, he hit the blue balls at uh, how many feet? Yeah, yeah, he hit the blue balls. <laughs> Down to recording. You know, the other day, I think we are talking about buying Rolls Royces if we got money and you were nice. talking about yeah. you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But I think first thing I'll do if we got money, Jack, is uh, the first thing I want to do and tick off my bucket list, mate, is I want to join the the Mile High Club, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> but I want to do it in style where, where we yeah. get a chartered plane. Yeah. Beds on the plane. Oh, no, not on no easy jets. Not, not on any... Uh... Little... Not on any peasant planes. No, no. <laughs> has to be. Has, has to be, to be a chartered flight. Yeah, has to be a chartered, chartered flight. Yeah. Mm, I, d- I don't know if I'd be into it. If I, I think I'd be. I think I'd do it once, and I'd be like, okay, that was fun. <laughs> All right, economy do, for me. Do you think? Do you think we'd still be friends after it? <laughs> Fucking leave me alone! I'm trying to get tiramisu. You're trying to get one in me. No, thank oh, you. Geez. No, thank you. Not yeah. what I signed up. You know when you said to me, "Do you want to do the podcast with me?" Didn't think I'd be grabbing your balls on an airplane. I'll tell you that, dude. I, I I I grabbed the crown jewels, mate. I I'm taking complete on uh, you take know ownership of my. You take control board. your balls, man. Yeah, that's it. And also, gents, check your testicles. It's very important. Yeah. Absolutely, and if I, you don't, Hamish will check them for you. Only if I'm sitting next to you on an airport. Yeah, don't sit next. Wear a cup if you sit next to Hamish on the plane, because you know he could grab your balls accidentally. <laughs> what a funny thing to do! I don't know. When I'm on roller coasters, same thing. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like it's just like yeah, make sure they're safe. I like that that's the most sure important thing as well for you. Is oh, just grab me. I'll just make sure me not to still there. Yeah. Have you got a fear of losing your testicles? No, I've, I haven't got is a fear. That, is that like a relationship anxiety? You've no, got? I haven't got a fear of losing <laughs> them. I just, I just hope that somebody, somebody like if I die, right, my balls are still intact and they're like mm. they're fucking great balls. See, I know, I know where my balls are <laughs> at all times, and it's in my missus's handbag. She's, she's got them wrapped up. <laughs> Honestly, I know where they are because my my balance has gone big time since because I she's got them, she's yeah. got them. They're upside down in the bag. I'm tripping over everywhere. I can't make a decision for myself. Getting vertigo. Have you got to consult her on most things? Like, have you got to? Have oh you got to- man, after nine years, you like I kind of know where the line is, uh, but it, it's it's you know we, we still discuss things it's important to discuss things you know she weren't happy with me being so drunk last night 
But I was like, eh, Monster Tuesday. <laughs> I'll get you to McDonald's tomorrow. You're going to really enjoy it. We're going to get hot chocolate flavored hash browns. You're going to really enjoy it. But no, man, we, you know, I'd, 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 I'd hate to, you know, come across as really cheesy. But we've been together that long that you kind of, you know, where the rules are, what you can get away with. Yeah, I can't. For example, I couldn't buy a pony, and then here come home, and she'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" She she is aware of like some of my um, my crazy crazy habits. I sometimes do. What are your crazy habits? You no, know, just when you do shit, like I often just dive into things, don't really think about them, and it works a lot of the time. Like with this, it's 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 ended up working quite in my favour, this, you know what I mean, yeah. the podcast and all that. And I love it. I'm really excited. Love doing it. Love speaking yeah. to you all the time. Made a friend. <laughs> I think I've made a friend. But if I, like... You know, you that's know, what I said we, to after you. After we interviewed Pat Doherty, yeah. I was like, after that, I was like, man, made a friend? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, me and Hamish are going to go and watch Pat. And, like, my message is always a bit like, you just don't. Let anything ever like settle, do you? You just want to do it. And I am, I am like a kid like that, like that. Yeah, but I think that's the best attitude to kind of approach life with. And I'm the same. And my my missus is the same. She gets really cranky when I do that as well. Mm. Like, just calm down. And I'm like, I'm not even like, you know what I mean? Mm. And you're just like, I'm just trying to grab life by the balls, you know? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to grab by the, the balls. But no man, it's like I think I think it's good to just it's, it's good to not think about things too much and to just do it, you know. My brother, my brother's uh he's starting his own podcast. Um he's been talking What's about What's he gonna him. call it? Maybe is he a designer uh, or a name? I think I think Spotlight. So it, he's doing it with his brother in law, essentially, in the like basically like roots. I think it's called the unofficial guide to, show, to survive and show business, something like that. Really good concept, I know, right? But he he's been talking about doing a podcast for that long, right? And he's a he's a talker, and he's like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be doing this, I'm gonna be doing that, right? And then within a within two weeks, me like I'd done two podcasts with you, yeah, and he was like, fucking. You just you just do it, don't you? And I was like, yeah, because if I think about it, I'll yeah. talk myself out of it. Yeah. Whereas if you if you call me right, if you would if you were to call me on the phone and be like, Jack, Jack, we're going to Vegas tonight, right? <laughs> I'm in. I'm all in, right? But if you say, Jack, we're gonna go to Vegas next week, I wouldn't go. Yeah. Me too. I'm. I'm in. I'm the impulse, same. <laughs> impulse is how I live, and to be yeah. honest, like it's it it's kind of works for me. You know, <laughs> my missus plans things and is is a planner. I just like to do it, and you know, not I've got terrible patience for Look, that. Really, but, this is the same. This is the yeah. story of my fucking life, right? I've I have I have any success I have a success like you know, got in life has just been by impulse, like pure <laughs> impulse by having ADHD. I think, I, think. I think your ADHD is your superpower. Yeah. Yeah. It literally is. I do enjoy the meds though. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean, there's always that. There's some always days, that. some days they work really well in my favor and I'm like, Oh, I like this. 
Yeah. Oh, that warm hug. Yeah. <laughs> Hamish's little helpers. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. I, th- I think Impulse is fucking, especially in like, you know, we, we've got this and like with music and whatever, like, I think it's good to be impulsive. But Absolutely. then do you ever worry that you do something without ever really planning it out and you just go for it? You know? Do I worry about it? Not really. No. I worry, I worry about like anything I plan, right? is worse than the thing I don't plan, right? So mm. so that's why I leave these podcasts with, with everybody I do and I don't have any idea about it or don't really structure it. Just so yeah. when we go into any interview, I'm just asking questions, genuinely impulse yeah. and curious. Because yeah. I, I like, you know, at first we used to, I used to go do so much research on people. Now mm. I just do a ground level. And then the questions I ask are probably, you know, what, what the, what the punters thinking or or just just like how do you do that like how did you do that you are like that on you i kind of thought it was going to be a little bit more but we we don't i never write any questions though I no kinda, never. i kind of know what i want to know you know like and i think it's curiosity isn't it yeah our podcast is like 88 percent curiosity <laughs> i think so and i think that's the best way to do it because mm. like i remember paul once wrote out a bunch of questions he goes if you get stuck use one of these questions and i folded it up into a paper plane when we we're still in the studio and like flew it across and oh, you are a diva right yeah but i wasn't doing and it out i of set fire. it on fire i was, I was just and like the crowd screamed <laughs> i was just like i don't need this man i was the kid in class that would sometimes put his hand up and ask too many questions and be like mm. Mm. so <laughs> so you know i went to catholic school for a while and i would be like um so if if god's real who are God's parents? <laughs> How did God get born? <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, does God have a mum? Does God pay taxes? Like, yeah, it's just like, how did he just become here? Like, how did he make it? Like, how did he make the world? But who made him? And it's just like, you know, so it was just like, and I, I, I think that's my, uh, you know, a great strength, but sometimes a great flaw would depends. Yeah, yeah, well, it's 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 the kid, isn't it, with the keys? You know, a kid yeah. shaking a, like the key ring and all the keys, and it's oh wow, 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 geez, and it's different every every single time. It makes a different noise, shining differently. And you, to be that inquisitive all the time, I think is brilliant. Yeah, like I I find myself asking people like questions and just going, oh, how'd you do that? Mm. Why did you do that? You know, how does that yeah. work? You know, and I. <laughs> <laughs> then end up having like long conversations with people and being two hours late to things I got to go to. Because <laughs> you were asking the postman. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't What's get. What's it out like of being it. a postman? Yeah. Have you ever put the wrong letter in the in the wrong box? Yeah. What happens if you do that? Do you get fired? Or how many chances do you get? Oh that? man, I've got a I've got a story for you. So I was a a post boy, a little posty boy, delivering <laughs> newspapers, right? In our home, Get so the my motorbike? my friend, uh, I had, no, I had, no, oh, I was like fourteen. So my friend Chris, Chris Bolton, shout out Chris, he had a paper round, and he used to get I think like thirty eight pound a week, right? And he used to deliver the Liverpool Echo newspaper, right? And he used to deliver it, and he used to have like so many houses on this run. He had this red little over the shoulder sack, over the arm sack. 
And then all these newspapers, and he get dropped off every day. Anyway, he's going on a holiday, and he says, do you want to do the paper round for, like, two weeks? And I'll pay you. Like, I'll give you the money. And I was like, fuck, yeah. £38.22 a week. Woof. It's good money. It's not, it's not chump change when you're 14, you know? It's not chump change at all. Um, but I went on to have the worst possible career in, in the delivery business, if you want to call it that. I was like always, like once I was going on my bike and the papers were too heavy in the sack and uh, I, I fell off my bike and I hurt my knee. And then like once I was just <laughs> delivering them and some kid was like, you remember I was telling you about the Barlow's boys last week? A couple yeah. of their young thugs up and coming youths were, you know, it's a paper lad, and I'd be like, oh, I can't, it's my job, <laughs> I can't do it. Right, and I'd just be there delivering. And then I got a phone call from my friend, and he said, You know, number 15, and then like whatever the address was, and I went, Yeah, yeah, you know, they haven't had a paper for like two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, That's weird, isn't it? And he's like, What do you mean? And I was like, Well, I get home, and I've got no papers left. And they haven't been getting a pay. So it turns out I'd been like double delivering, if you like. <laughs> like, and like even delivering to people who don't even order the newspaper. They must have been like, fuck, free paper for two weeks. Yeah. And I was just delivering it. And I was, I was, I was relieved of my duties. Yeah. Not, not very long. <laughs> Did you get report cards and stuff in like high, high school and primary school? Uh, sometimes oh yeah like from teachers and things yeah my yeah, yeah. my report card said hamish hamish could be successful if he tried but also would like he talks a lot mm. oh it's true you know you yeah. found the medium <laughs> for it yeah they should found have, they, a way to monetize that thank you Mr. they should have just teacher. came and said to me hey kid this is the career path you should go for. But you they did it. In, you need to go in the mines. That's exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's what they said to me. And I yeah. said, I, I did you have that experience? I don't know in Liverpool, but I had that experience, man. It's just like telling the teacher exactly what you want to do. And then them go, <clears throat> have you thought about joining the mines? Huh. Well, you know, I was going to be a policeman. <laughs> like I fucking really thought about it, right? And now, man, really man. thought about it. And it's kind of funny now when I think about it because I have fractured a couple of laws, never broken any, but fractured a couple of little laws. Jesus Christ. And I think, oh, imagine me as a copper. And you'd the other one was, evidence locker, you'd get it. <laughs> what are you up to there, Jack? I'm just uh, just finding the evidence out. Um, why have you got hold of your balls? I don't know. Hamish, Hamish made me do it, but. We we also so my mum worked for the fire service for years, right? Loved the fire service, and I did my like work experience with the fire service, and it was the best two weeks of my life, right? Down the pole, riding on quad bikes down the pole, starting fires, putting them out, being told that's not what you're supposed to do if you're a firefighter. I went, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I just got excited. You've got all this water here. Let's use it, right? And I was gonna be a fire a firefighter. And like I was, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do the play. I'm gonna be a fighter. But I already had long hair, and they said to me, you know, you'll have to get your hair cut. And I went, well, fuck that. I ain't yeah. doing that shit. There is not an amount of money you could pay me to chop these beautiful locks. And I went, no, nah, I'm not doing it. So I often wonder about the lives, the countless lives I possibly could have saved, or, you know, not saved. 
through being impulsive. I think I'd get bored being a firefighter and just go out and start set some bins on fire. Or something. Yeah, well, that's that's the naughty thing. That's the, that's not that you kind of not supposed to do that. <laughs> I'd be like, boys, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> we just put it out. That's that's what that's what the fire brigade should say. How many fires start in Liverpool? Like, isn't it oh, raining oh, all the oh, time? Arson. So my mum worked for this team. It was called the Arson Task Force, right? It's like I know what this is. This is arson. Somebody has been asking about. That's what they say, right? But so she was literally out because people used to just light fires. When I had, I went through a time we were in in Spain, and I like set a piece of paper on fire on the balcony, and like it went, and then I was like, Dad, Dad, because I didn't know it go up so quickly. Oh, there's fires everywhere. There's nothing else to do. People just light fires. Mm-hmm. It's speaking so about, it's so idiotic. Speaking about like starting a fire and don't start fires, kids. No, Grab don't, your balls. No, no, it's a terrible Check feeling. your balls. Check your balls. All right. I have a story here. When I was when I was uh 13, 14 years old, hmm. I had a my my best friend uh Matt from like Dubbo. We went to like a uh, two dollar shop and we bought all the sparklers because they were shutting down. So it was like a discounted sale on the two dollar yeah. products because they were shutting down. So they were just trying to clear out the warehouse. So we bought 10,000, like 10,000 sparklers. Jesus. It didn't cost, it cost like a hundred bucks, but I was like, this is well worth it. How so old we were you? Oh, like 13, 14. You were a rich no. kid at 13, 14. No, 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 no. Doing this my paper this was cheap. This was like 50 cents. So like, a, like for a pack of like 20. So start to do the maths on it. It wasn't that much. And we both chucked in for it. And we, I had a job at like 13. I was, I was a child laborer, you know, child you know, exploited. Anyway, get off that subject. But anyway, so we bought 10,000 sparklers, right? And we tied them all together and glued them all together and just put 10,000 sparklers. And then we put like a, like a aluminium foil casing on it. Mm. And then we made a fuse, which set it down. And then we took it inside the council reserve on a not so cold day mm-hmm. and then set this thing off. And this thing went like a hundred or, you know, meters up in the air, right? Just <laughs> like a rocket. Yeah, and I've never shit myself more. Oh, in my life. so scary that! Especially if it was a, you made a bushfire or something. Yeah, like, like we really did. Scary. And and like, it, thank fuck, thank fuck. There was a you know an angel on my on my back that day. Yeah, it didn't start a bushfire. Oh man, I nearly did by building a rocket at the age of like thirteen. You silly boy, man! Everywhere, like the the firework thing is a fucking funny one. Because we have we have bonfire night, right? And it was you know when Guy Fawkes went to go and blow up the Houses of Parliament, which is actually the the last noble thing anyone ever did at the Houses of Parliament. <laughs> He's trying to blow it up. <laughs> so we have it's bonfire night, right? So remember, remember the fifth of November. I'm doing an Aussie. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Gunpowder, treason, and plot. I see no reason why such a treason should ever be forgot. And they ban like these bonfires everywhere, and they have a penny for the guy, and it's like Guy Fawkes made that. Like, can can Jackson, you just take one second? Oh, I know what you're gonna get. I know exactly what you're gonna get.
There was a time. Oh shit. When's this bonfire night? I'm coming. 5th of November. I'll count you in. Why have you just got fireworks on you? Dude, I you know, I should have learned from my my uh 13. I feel like I feel like after the story you just told me maybe you shouldn't have them. I think that's we're gonna make Dabo go up in flames. So anyway, right, bonfire night. So we, we have this every year. But the problem, so on bonfire night, you are actually I wanna set those off so much. Uh, on bonfire night, you're actually allowed to have bonfires, right? And there's fireworks going off everywhere and all that, right? So people like you go to big bonfires and people will be collecting wood all week and people will be like putting out furniture to burn and whatever. And the fire service let you do it, but they control it. You know what I mean? No plastics getting burned, no shit like that, but they, they do let you do it. But then in the build-up or like the, a couple of days after, you're like, oh, we still got some fireworks there. And I've seen, I was in the car once with my mum driving on a place called County Road, right? Yeah. Just not, not a great place. Anyway, and someone threw a firework at the car, set one off at the car. And I was only like 11. But you just get up to shit, man. Just You're just young and stupid and just a fucking idiot when you're that age. You don't know any better. You think it's hilarious? Oh, man. It's terrifying. Kids, be careful with fireworks. What are you to stop it? I know what you're doing. You're pyromania. I, I, I honestly, I should have learned from when I was a kid, but I... Uh... I am a pyromaniac, I think. My name's Hamish, and I'm a pyromaniac. Hi, <laughs> Hamish. Welcome to the group. Dude, called, I, you called, know, we're called the to this day, I, I should have learned from that experience, but I maybe it started the love too because nothing bad did happen. And uh, I was like, that time, hell, that time. Hell. That yeah. was, that was, that was, it got my heart beating, got my adrenaline up. And then maybe it's the same as like fast cars and guns too. Like, <laughs> like I, I fucking love cars. it. Fast cars and guns. Yeah. Like if you, I lived in the country, dude. So we went shooting all the time. And the mm. one thing I do like about it is it's, just, you know, like target shooting or, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, as long as you're not pointing it at people or whatever. But mm. one thing I do like about shooting guns is it's fucking fun. It's just, it's just because it's loud. Fucking. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. You're making it a little bit of a I don't know. I like I like driving. I like driving fast when I know I can drive fast. I'm, going, go, I'm going bullshit on this because No, 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 no. Because no. I'm gonna tell everyone a story, Amish. I'm gonna tell them a story look, you can about t- us being in the car together, right? And you driving around like fucking Mrs. Delphire. I don't know what was going on. You were driving really Look, slow. Yeah, I know, but I know I can't get away with it. I don't know where the cameras are. Look, when look, this is the one. Stop making this persona. I like fast cars, money, no, and fucking guns do. and women. You drive like a granny. Yeah, because I'm in the city, right? Grandma Hamish. But when I know I can go fast, when I know I'm on a straight road, and when mm. I know I'm safe, man. Look, my little Corolla has clocked 200 a couple of times. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm not buying that. Oh, you you should. As soon as we get over the other side of the Blue Mountains, man. You're off. I'm off. If there's any uh, police officers listening, uh, that was a joke. Yes, if there's any police officers, don't you worry. I can spot you a mile away. (laughs) 
You will never get this. No, 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 no. King of the castle. Kids, don't speed unless you're really in a hurry. And then you have to. Unless you don't speed. Unless you go to the track, then you can go for it. Yeah, man. I'd I'd like to do one of those, you know. Yeah, I'll come with you. Track days. Then you'll see me drive. We have a West Underground track day. That'd be fucking awesome. In the Corolla. Oh, dude, my Corolla. Once I've clocked it in the sport. My, my, my Corolla. <laughs> dude, once you clock that baby into sports mode, put it into the, <laughs> put it into the, you know, put it into manual. The then sport mode on that car is like a go fast stripe. It's not dude, real. It's I, the, I, the fast <laughs> I've got in that Corolla is 100, 210. Yeah. Like that Corolla is not. On so the like, track though. On the track, no, wasn't it? It was on the deep. track. Big straight road. Stop uh, being so bloody naughty. We started, off, help it today, we started off in choppy waters, the Crimea River. And now we're here talking about you speeding. Look, we started Dead off with the Third works. World War, and I'm just telling you, I'm, <laughs> I'm prepared. Oh, downhill from here. It's bloody downhill from here. <laughs> hey, Hamish, I've a little bit of culture going on right now, or yeah. pop culture, I should say. Have you watched the Tinder Swindler? What the Tinder swindler? Oh, yeah, Netflix. yeah, yeah. I watched that thing. Oh, man, I, I just don't thought... know if he's the most evil bastard in the world. Oh, fucking genius. He's a fucking oh, right. I, I have a take on this, <laughs> right? Cool. I watched it's this a right gun. Oh, he's it's such a it's so smart. I just thought, you clever bastard, you fucking because right. my enemies, it's... my enemies are after me. I was like, God, you fucking. Because if it's the other way around, right, it's yeah. socially acceptable, right? Uh, but because it's is he? It, oh man, well, how many, how many, like, I don't know how many you know, but I know I know a couple girls that are uh, on you know on the on the OnlyFans or signed up for mm. those sugar daddy websites or did whatever like that. So there's that, not, you know, not, not wrong with that, is there? Well, because I, they're not they're not selling themselves as a so what he's selling is, is I'm rich. This is me. I'm rich. I am a diamond billionaire's son. I've got all this money. Da, 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 da. I love you. I love you. I love you. Only fans, man. It's just, you know, a few pictures of nipples. Apparently, I'm not on it. Again, that was a staying conversation with my missus of nine years. What? Come on, babes. It's the oldest trade in the world. You're not looking at anyone else's nipples. Okay, no worries. But yeah, it's different, man. He's selling them. It's it. You know what is so genius about it, and it's so fucking evil, is that false sense of security. You know, yeah. he gets them in. Yeah, in private jet. Ooh, yeah. I'm always doing this. Ooh, you like champagne? Ooh, and then he screws them. But yeah. there's nothing actually. I don't think there's anything illegal about what he's doing. No, it's I don't just know. I, I the same fuck. thing. Just a con man. I couldn't do that, man. I, like, I, I was oh, watching it and thinking... a web of lies. Like, how would you come up with that plan? <laughs> Look, that's... I can't even remember some days what I had for breakfast. I wouldn't be able to yeah. keep up with the web, you know? I'd yeah. be too dumb. I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's okay. Oh, oh shit. I, you know, she was promised... Oh, I am in yeah. diamonds. You said you were in uh, expises. I am in expises as well. Expises and diamonds. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be too tough, man. We've got to use explosives to get the diamonds. Yeah. You've got to put them in the ground. You've got to do the banging up. to get the clanging, mate. I don't That's know. mining, That's baby. That's mining. So you did end up in the mines eventually. That's the <laughs> yeah. main thing. Guidance Council was right. But yeah, man, this tin, this swindler. Jeez, it was like, I was watching it and I was like, you piece of shit. 
Mm. At the same time, mm. I fucking I, I respect the balls. <laughs> I, who's got who's got the ball? I know, I know you'd be like, oh, I've got the balls, I always grab them. But who's got the balls? To just go and do that to Look, that it's not many even the people. balls I appreciate. He spent the swindle ten million dollars. That's insane. The, the amount of effort that he put into doing it too. It's just mm. like I couldn't be fucked, to be oh, honest. Not me. Not me. It's like, I'm impulsive, you know, not that impulsive. After she sent the, the first check, I'd be like, Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm I'm uh, look. You've look, been punked. Hey, I was punking you. You've been punked. Yeah. <laughs> but like, oh man, it just shows you, doesn't it? Like yeah. it's the naivety of people. Like you don't have to, it's okay. So I remember when I was like 17, 16, 17, and I used to go out like into the city, go out to nightclub, right? And I'd stand in the smoke, you know, they have like a smoking area outside, bars. I'd stand there on the smoke, and then I'd like stand there, involve myself in a conversation. Oh, oh, the weather is quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> right. And then and then I'd be like walk in with them and I'd be like to the dorm, all right, cheers, mate, thank you. And he'd let me in because I look like I should be there. Yeah. I am not out of place. Yeah. Right. And because I've done that time of going in the in in the smoking bit, not the queue. And he's, you know, other people coming in from the queue and all that. And all. He doesn't know that he hasn't seen me before. Yeah. He thinks he's just forgot me. Yeah. And I used to do that twice a week, every week for about two years. And I remember turning 18 and the doorman being like, I remember showing him the idea. And he's like, Jack, I thought you were 18 for like two years. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yahtzee. Sorry. But like the, the not looking out of place thing is, you know, so we have a, a football games at home. I know a lot of people who will bunk into corporate, right? And what they'll do is they'll wear, you know, a suit. They might have a lanyard on, right? And they'll just walk in on the phone. Hey, Doreen, or whatever, walk in. And they're in corporate, right? Because nobody... If you look like you should be there, nobody questions it. So yeah. when he's going to these bars and they're saying, welcome back, Mr. Lviv, and it's it's always that thing of, no, this is what this is his life. Then yeah. you would never question it, ever. And it's the, oh, he's a scumbag. But my, oh, my, is he smart? Yeah. Evil genius. Yeah, he is, but, uh, you know, oh, well. Because the thing is, like, what annoys me is he's he's been given a like a Hollywood agent has got in touch with me. He's got like a TV deal, right? And you think, fucking, this is the problem, isn't it, with Hollywood and the world? We often award the abuser more than the abused. That's just Rap what happens. Bastard, we want him. <laughs> but I'm watching it, and there's I'm watching it. And I'm like, have you ever seen Catch Me If You Can with yeah. DiCaprio and Tom yeah. Hanks? Yeah. This. Like, it was a little bit like, I kind of like him. There will be a film about him. Put it that way, there will be a film about him because it is evil what he's doing. But what's the difference between, like, defrauding those people and defrauding, like, 
the banks and whatever, you know, like, and catch me if you can. And yeah, the, people actually like a con man. It's weird. Yeah. People are like the misfortunes of other people. We'll, we'll hold this conversation. I just want to take explosives out of my room. Okay. It's the only banging that's gone in that room recently. <laughs> This is all not part of the episode, but that's okay with me because I'm having a vape. Man, you forgot about the makeup bang, baby. What? The makeup bang. Oh, yeah, the makeup bang, the makeup bangity bang. I love you. You love me. You'll never do this again. Lovity, lovity, lovity. One week later. Meg minute, five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me though. I'm not married, so I don't do any of that. You pig, you bloody perverts. So yeah, man. Um, I'm not the swindler, man. I'm not making up to you are. You know, several you're, women. You're the swindler. Oh please, I'm the. Le- I, I couldn't swindle. I couldn't swindle anybody, man. You, I, can, you can swindle a cat, mate. I'm swindleless. You are. You Believe are. me. You'd be swindled. I'm too honest to be a swindler. I've swindled you. you. I've made you think that uh, this is a good decision. You've you've got me in now. And you've been swindled. Yeah, but I, to me, to look, I, maybe I'm too deep in this swindle because I believe that it was a good decision. <laughs> too deep, man. Got hold of my balls. I'm in too deep, man. I'm yeah. like you did it anyway. I'm neck deep. Neck deep. Balls deep. Balls deep. <laughs> right, brother? Is that a pod? Yeah, dude. I feel like that's a that's that's it. I feel man. like that was good go? Monday Night Fever. There was a little bit of, you know, there's a lot of truth in it. There was a, you know, politics going on. We were, we were as light out as we can be. And we want, you know, we want people listening to this to have a good time. We have a good time doing it. So have a good time with us, you know. Feel free to send us in any suggestions you want to talk yeah, about. It. Instagram you us, DM it's your us. show. We just, we just, we've just got the loudest voices. Yeah. We've got microphones. To check out your balls. Send them in to Wes Underground. Don't, don't, don't tag me in that. I, I won't be interested in that. No, no. I said DM us. I'm not going to be the one share them. Yeah. I'll be discreet with them. Okay. We'll handle I, them with care. I'm not asking for sexual favors. Uh, this is a slippery slope. Oh, oh, Harvey oh, Weinstein God. entered into this with good intentions. And look where he ended up. I thought we are going in for male health, but anyway. Yeah. Okay. Head. No, but seriously, check your balls, fellas. Not that hard. <laughs>